song or a song or, or a sound or really an- any valid intro yeah <laughs> there should be an intro we should here <laughs> i don't insert music here uh hi uh yes this is cries in norwegian yes a show where we talk about and obsess over uh, amazing, obscure, maybe not in Norway, uh, teen show called Scam. I am Gabby. And I'm Liska. Uh, and yeah, we're here to talk about Scam! I think we're going to talk a little bit overview of Scam Austin, which we mentioned last time is the new U.S. adaptation of uh, Scam, which is also being written and directed, I think, by Julie Andam, who created the original show. Uh, talking about... <laughs> How we're obsessed with scam. I actually have a funny story about that today. Uh, I had like a work meeting and uh, I was with a bunch of my co-mentors, people I teach with. And I was saying to hi to one of my friends who I hadn't seen in a while uh, and who I hung out with all the time last year because we, we talked together. And he was like, so are you still watching that uh, weird Norwegian teen <laughs> show? Weird? Excuse me. I don't know if he's the word weird, but he was definitely, he definitely used some sort of uh-huh. random, weird, or uh-huh. one of those words, and I laughed, and I was like, not o- yes, not only that, I now have a podcast about it. <laughs> so, you know, I'm really taking it. It's true love, is what yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm really bringing it. Yeah. I'm, do we have a Tumblr, by the way? We do, right? Yeah, we do have a Tumblr. I should check that out. Uh, yeah, you should, because, like, part, we, we really need to have more action on I on, on our pages, really. Like, actual engagement. Uh, yeah, actual engagement would be good. I uh, did like that someone tweeted you to ask if uh, it was available on Stitcher. No, on iTunes, which is on the most iTunes. important one. We need to get, we know we need to get this available on iTunes. We just, look, iTunes really wants a beautiful, like, little icon that is, like, good quality, and I don't know how to do that. I'll try to do it this week. <laughs> Yeah, get off our backs. <laughs> All this public that's demanding to our hear one, us. I think she's the our one subscriber, I think. Like our one follower on Twitter. Aww, I so like so I gotta I gotta do it. <laughs> okay, we'll do it for her. Okay, yeah, we'll do it for Scam three thousand, I think your name is. Oh. At Scam three thousand, which is this a reference to Jonas? Because his, oh, his his Insta is yes. Jonas three thousand. Yeah. Good one. Ah I like it. Okay. <laughs> True fan right there. Alright, so we're not going to talk too much about Scam Austin because Liska over here has not caught up with it. Ah, uh, I'm so guilty. Uh, she has admitted that she doesn't love the daily clip. Yeah, I'm not in love with the clip format, though I'm ac- I actually think it's more that I don't love the method of distribution, which is Facebook. Yeah, that's um, fair. I, I just, I have... I, I remember when it came out um, that there was... When it was announced that it was going to be Facebook, there was some trepidation of, like, Facebook, really? Yeah. And and I get that, because Facebook, as we've learned, I mean, we've always known. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's, like, somehow darker when you know it, like, <laughs> when it's been actually said out loud, out. how awful uh, Facebook is and all the, like, privacy issues and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, like, off-put by that, but I will not, and also... I do like watching the whole, all the clips together, too. So, anyway, now that two more episodes are up, I'll just watch the whole of them. Yeah, so I think, I think that that's really fascinating, and I really want to, maybe for next time, I really want to compare the na- the numbers of the whole episodes versus the clips. Oh, yeah. Uh, because it's, face- that- it's Facebook, so you can see how many views each, yeah, uh, yeah, that's each a good clip question. or um, episode has. Uh, I'm not sure. I... I am watching it uh, daily. I do have like a million notifications on, even though Facebook still won't tell me. 
Uh, but when I, I when I do open it, I do see like that Facebook Watch has a little thing, so then I'll watch it. But for example, I remember I was I had a busy week at work, but I remember that I was watching that I saw that there was a clip and like when it was like sauna season. I was like, I could not wait to like watch it. And then here I was like, I'll just wait till I get home. And then I watched it when I was home. And I don't know if it's because I already know what happens. So I, I actually did watch all of Sana's season as it was uh, dropping. And, uh, and, I, and I did like that format. But it was, as I've explained, anxiety inducing for me. Uh, because I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. Whereas with this, these clips, part, part of the rush is gone because as yes i'm excited to see this changes which i think we can talk more about that at adaptation as a whole uh but i'm also like at the end of the day i kind of know where this is going so 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 it's not it's not i'm not like as obsessed with it as i was with the experience of watching sana's clips as as they dropped like i had you mentioned like having like dreams about like stuff that's that's on your mind. Uh-huh. Like recently, I would have like Vilda and Sana like figuring shit out, like right. dreams. Like I more than once in the couple months that that show was that season was on, I had dreams about the girl squad. I was like seriously in your dreams. I hope you're like uh, mediating them and just being like all of you just need to get together no literally that was it it was talk to each other i was like it was basically me sitting down vila and sana and like they they had to talk it out like that it was just about them talking it out you guys are friends you love each other talk it out stop arguing (laughs) so that's been interesting as i've said last time i've i've also been following most of uh, all of the action on the scam austin official fan page i'm not i haven't engaged too much i like a couple like posts here and there but i haven't really written and it does seem like there's this whole like a uh, fight between is this engaging and interesting or is it these the the format of distribution or the show no, itself? No, no, the show itself. Oh. So the show itself, the, it's like if they change too much, then people are upset because they're changing the thing that they love. Right. But then if they don't change, then people are bored because, because they've already seen all of it. Right. So, that's rough. Yeah. So it's a really weird place to be at. I don't know where they are. Uh, it's been an interesting community uh, to some extent to follow it a little bit. There are still at least once a day a post about who is Isaac, and literally people are like, "Can we stop talking about this, please?" <laughs> right, right. Let's and then and then sometimes people start with like, "Yes, this is another Isaac who is Isaac post," so like just ignore it if it bothers you. Um, but but and that had gotten annoying. But then now this this last couple of days the like. Um, fun side of 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 it is back like one of my favorite things about fandoms which we've engaged in is just little like fun little details that people love and obsess over uh-huh. so uh when you were talking when you saw nanchuk natalie right for example there was actually like a poll that i saw today about like who was who's like your favorite kind of like said character or who deserves <laughs> a whole season and we got uh puna who, who, we, who we met last uh, last the first couple episodes uh-huh. we got oh, so far my favorite yeah right. we got nanchuk natalie and that's all we have of her but isn't it memorable but, but it's enough it's enough and then we've got this guy named I think the fandom just literally named him last night, Presbyterian Preston, uh, which I won't tell you what the context of that is. Also, his, he's not Presbyterian. He literally says on the clip that he's Protestant, but I guess it's fine. Same thing. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. He 
Um, religion. His character doesn't have a name. We just they just named him that, and they're trying <laughs> to make it happen. And now I've seen it in other posts, so it's, I think it's catching up. It's gathering steam. I think I also heard, did, or maybe the one texted me about the um, the characters never seen on screen, but who interacts with the characters on Insta. Oh yeah, Julia, uh, uh, Julia Dahl, Julian Dahl, yeah. Julian Dahl, and there's a female version. Yeah, Julia Dahl. Julia Dahl. Yeah, which is so, adorbs. So I I always like when uh um fans engage mm-hmm. and uh, find like little things to be like right, hey right, I love right. this little detail of this little thing so that's been fun now as we've mentioned last time we find it hard it is hard to watch the show without comparing and that's not I'm not saying that's always a good thing or a bad thing um, because I am a person who loves adaptations of like the books that I love right. and that's a similar experience and even when I saw the Lucy Bennett Diaries now five or six years ago part of the excitement for me was to see oh how are they going to change this how are they going to make Pride and Prejudice yeah modern, modern like right, uh, right. what's what's going to be Pemberley oh it's it's a, it's a digital it's a company called Pemberley Digital right uh, what's going to be this what's going to be that <laughs> that's clever uh, or and, like you know the ever classic Clueless which yeah, is yeah ever classic Emma. Clueless and it doesn't take away from the story to me right I mean that's literally the, half of the point of fan fiction it's right. like <laughs> right. uh, I remember being um like, the weirdest ones are, like, I'm really into Jamie and Brianna fanfiction, so I'm always like, all right, yes. so is, is the incest going to be here? Yeah. So <laughs> let's see, is this author, like, if, let's say it's a modern one. I'm like, oh, is the incest going to be in there? Uh, <laughs> sometimes sometimes I'll just make them cousins. Sometimes it's just, like, an abusive relationship without the sex. Without the actual sex. Um, yeah. Other parts is like, oh, never, how are they going to get rid that. of Jamie's hand? Are they going to deal with that at all? And all of those right. little things are things that actually get me excited. So right. I feel like I should feel I should be feeling more excited about the changes and how are they going to make them and how is it going to affect the story. Right, right. But it's interesting because I totally agree with you. All those examples that you cite, I'm like, yes, totally. It's so fun to watch Clueless and pick out... Um, what is from the original story, and I haven't seen Lizzie Bennet Diaries, and it's a long form as opposed to Clueless, which is just you know a two-hour yeah. movie. But um, I, I sounds like I would have fun being like, oh, that's that character, that's yeah. how they got the butler in, or whatever. Um, yeah, even little things like uh, like uh, how Mister Mister Darcy's uh, sister, no one no one actually goes by the name of. Ger- oh, Georgina. Georgina. It's too weird of a so, name. So she's Gigi. Right. Cute. G- Gigi. See? Yeah. That's cute. That's adorable. <laughs> so I do, like, enjoy that. However, uh, I am, like, I've only seen the, now the first episode of Scam I've Austin. seen all three and the clip of today. Uh, yeah. And so we'll talk about, like, episodes two and three, hopefully, in our next episode, but when I'm caught up. Um, but, so yeah, okay, so it's hard to not compare, and yet, as I'm watching, I'm both... It's so similar or something that that I can't help but compare, oh, that's how they introduced uh, the Nura character. Is it Grace? Grace. Um, And it's not as good as the way they introduced her the other time. Mm -hmm. Um, And this actress isn't as sparkling. Not necessarily Grace, but, um, you know, whoever. Isn't necessarily as sparkling as I thought the the original actress was. And um, so I'm strangely, like... Really trying hard to shut off that part of my brain mm-hmm. um, and just enjoy it, and that let the uh, the new chemistry and the new actors kind of live on their own. And I think that because it is so similar, that it's it, it it's actually like negative. Like I wish, I kind of wish she had just made a new show that's in the same themes of 
yeah, and I think I think so, and I think some things could could definitely remain. Like um, someone on Twitter was arguing, but the idea of a girl who needs friends and then meets all her friends on a night or her new friends on a night that her boyfriend uh ditched her is kind of great. It's and yeah. I'm like, yeah, go from there. But then you know, but it's like almost a scene by scene remake where it's like, oh, this is the scene where. Uh, Chris or Joe uh, does something funny and this is the scene where she calls her boyfriend and gets his voicemail and it's just so like I don't know and then you and then you you know I spend my time thinking as you said a lot of the fandom is thinking uh is this Isak is this Isak is this Isak (laughs) (laughs) who is this character now and so it's just sort of distracting I don't know I I mean I think once more episodes are up and I can watch them back to back, I, I think I'll get a little bit more into it. And it's also really interesting to me to think about her creative process in adapting it because so much of, I think, of making a show is sort of organic, like built into the character and what the performers bring and the chemistry mm-hmm. that they bring to things. Um, so as the show develops, new things come out. I hope and usually, so. like, like The Office is a classic example. Yeah. And they, the first season is sort of like a basically a episode by episode remake of the British season and then and then they they realize that Steve Carell <laughs> is much better it's much better as a different kind of Michael They're, Scott exactly. than the original and they start doing their own thing and the show got so much better I actually I actually don't even know how if it is an episode by episode remake because I haven't seen the first season very much because uh, I yeah I don't like I much. don't like rewatching I think I've, I think I whenever even when people are like oh it's I I'll watch the pilot and then maybe I'll I think there's one episode I like and right. then I'll just skip to season two because season two is also really really good right exactly when they found their their own voice and stuff so I wonder as the show develops and as the seasons develop if she will start diverging season two gave us the Dundies that's like. <laughs> Classic television. Classic television. <laughs> That's up there with Cheers. And... Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's just interesting to to see how I'll it be, unfolds. I'll be. So now I've also kind of been doing the opposite because we're a little bit more parallel than in our rewatch to what's airing. Uh huh. Um, like right now, uh, the clip today's clip was after she misses. Uh, the plans that she had made with with Marlon, which uh-huh. are different here. That's not meeting her mom. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I, I do want to talk about that. So see, now I just like what, the things that she does change. I'm like, why did you change that? Yeah, you know? well, now I kind of <laughs> want to talk about it. Ah, uh, you can just tell me. And it, well, it, basically, it's a, it's his first show with his band. It's like a big show. Oh, okay. and she misses it, and it kind of makes her seem more like a jerk. Right. And yet, because it's from her point of view, most of the reactions that I've seen is. God, he's so controlling. God, he's so, like, people are still team Mag- Megan, like, all the time. That's and, so interesting. And he is, like, for the other, like, two episodes, I still don't ne- love them together. Right. But this is, like, the one time where I was, like, I mean. She kind of did a really she, shitty she, thing. She should have been there. Yeah. She said she was going to be there. And yeah, and it's his first show, and it's a big deal. It's a big and... deal. And I, so I understand that, um. So then, like, I'm comparing more, like, that scene where she go, where they're playing video games and she, we, that we, yeah. Right, that's the first yeah, scene, yeah, yeah. basically, of this. Yeah, yeah. With, that's the scene that was today in, in, in Scam Austin. Got it. Oh, so yeah. we are basically parallel. Yeah. Uh, so that's been kind of interesting. Because, do you remember what the second episode of OG Scam is? The girl squad getting together? No, it's the cabin. Oh, that's right. They so, take this break. And so, it's the whole, like, the sending Nura the... Yeah, Facebook invite. So, so that's not that's not really that's sort that of skipped happen. over. Yeah, it doesn't happen. So it's kind of like has a different change on 
on like the rhythm of the season it gets the girl squad together faster which i like but then i think we never get a chance to really see marlon and megan right. be together yeah and also it like sort of shifts the focus maybe a little bit away from being about megan's journey um which is about or i should say ava's journey which is in the og scam about sort of finding her plate her new place you know she's lost these friends she's getting new ones she has this boyfriend but things are rocky with them and it's it's really that this whole season and i was thinking about this in reference to one of the episodes we're going to talk about but it's such a season about like navigating it's almost like all your teen years condensed Mm -hmm. and like navigating this new world um she's also new to oslo she's uh i mean uh you know in og scam finding your footing i feel like eva's constantly trying to find her footing yeah um and that, and that's her journey for the season. And so by, I feel like perhaps the focus gets shifted a little bit away from that when you, when you don't have that going to the cabin episode. And it's sort of more about the ensemble of the girls, which is fine. That's yeah, fun yeah. too. So um, uh, so yeah. So I'm I'm kind of interested to see what you think because at this point we've met all of the girl squad. Okay. Uh, Sana is named um, Soya. Um, I like her. I don't know if she comes from. As meaner or not? Because I don't know. Well, also, I'm, I'm I mean, Sana is such a specific she, character. Yeah, Damn, I so, don't know who else can play that. Uh, so I mean, I, so I, I sort of like everyone. I really, right. I really feel for Kelsey. Um, Who's uh, a, a Vilda? Vilda. Yeah, I really like her. And Josefina is my favorite. Joe is my favorite. <laughs> she is great. I love her so much. Um, and even on Instagram, like I genuinely like when she posts on Instagram. Um, so anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, we don't want to take up too much more time because we, I think next time maybe we'll talk a little bit more because we've seen... Yeah, because I'll have caught up. Yeah. So, yeah, so the plan is to, uh, for let's catch up so we can talk more about it. And I'm just really fascinated about the art of adaptation and, like, all of that. So that's why I want to continue to talk about it. So now we're going to get to the main order of business. Yes, let's get into episode five. Episode five, also known as... What turns you on? Oh yeah, such a good name. Yeah, so where we left off was the girl squad is officially a squad. It is beautiful. Friendship is amazing. The <laughs> end. Uh, no. Uh, no. That's it. That's the whole show. That's the whole show. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> alt air love. Alt air love, yes. So, yeah, so we start with Eva going to Jonas's place because she forgot that she had made plans with him. Well, it seems like she knew because they had that conversation where she says something like, uh, "Are you ang- you are angry at me with me?" And yeah. he says, "No, I'm not." And it's classic. Yeah, I think I think he pretty much. She, I think it's it's just one of those moments. I think she really was just so excited about the thrill of hanging out with these new girls. Yeah, and the thrill of having penetrator Chris flirt with her. Yeah, that uh, she just. Honestly, forgot. Yes. Um, yeah. So basically, last episode ends had ended with her forgetting that she had made plans to meet or to introduce Eunice to uh, her mother, and instead she went to hang out and party. So the, this episode starts with him giving her and her like glorious yellow scarf the cold shoulder. I love it so much. I know. I want it so bad. <laughs> and that's like the mustard yellow that I'm obsessed with. Some I of know. them I don't like, but that specific one, it's so good. It's such a good color. Uh, uh, yeah. So she goes over to his place. We. Uh, we see his sister, which, man, one of the reasons I wish we had gotten the Junas season is because I think his home life is probably the most similar to, like, the one, 
I don't, I don't know. There's just something about him. Like, I want to see him interact with his sisters. Because he talks... Or sister or sisters, I can't remember. He talks yeah. about them so much. And he... Yeah, he's a, he's a really interesting guy who we never get it's a lot a, of background yeah, on. Yeah, so I've... Because um, I love him so much, eventually, as a friend. I mean, uh-huh. so far... I don't know that we love him as a boyfriend. No. Uh, <laughs> but I love him we'll so much. We'll get into that. Yeah. I love him as a friend, uh, and I just genuinely like him. So I, I'm, um, I'm so bummed that we don't get to see more of his inner life and just, like, his yeah, home life. Yeah, I had the exact same thought when we saw his sister because uh, I was like, oh, look, there's, like, a whole world here that, yeah, that we to explore. Yeah, and she walks into that world. Uh, and the boys are playing FIFA because that's what because high school, that's what boys do. In Norway. Um, or anywhere that's anyway. not the United States, probably. <laughs> it is uh, football here, probably. Oh, you're right. I didn't even think about that. My brother plays FIFA. Well, so that's why I was like, yeah, that's what people do. Or played FIFA in, in high school. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Plunky, I, I don't know if you still play FIFA. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a huge thing. And um, it's also one of the traits that I think has continued in season three with when we see the boys squad they, they, they definitely continue playing or, yeah. or mentioning and yeah, like it's, yeah. it's a thing it's very very authentic yeah and they have this kind of classic i'm not mad uh conversation actually i there's a moment where she like so not important but i noted it she tries playing that game of like i'm not mad have a sense of humor after she insults him and he's yeah, like yeah. are you upset with me and she's not good at that game no I'll she's not that. i i will say it's like um he like teases her because he's being passive aggressive and he's mad and, and right. He's, They're both and, so passive aggressive. And then and then so she good. and then she does it back. But yeah, it's not, it's like she's trying to do a clap back as they say on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how to use that as a verb. Um, but it doesn't work. It's somehow not as genuine. Um, which see now I'm comparing it to the oh to, to the, the to, to the Austin. Austin because she does have a moment this week where she does kind of stand up to him a little bit and I was like yes. Yes, girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, yeah, this Eva is not good at it. And uh, and he pulls her aside and is like, what's wrong? And then they do the classic, like, nothing. What's wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. And basically, it's a whole painful scene of them not being honest with each other. Yeah. And just not expressing how they feel. And uh, he I wrote, has this- I wrote layers as my note. So now I'm trying to figure out, okay, I guess I'm saying, like, there's a lot going on in this conversation and they both know it, but no one wants, wants to, to, like... say it out loud. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, I think there's a couple of scenes that are very layered because yes. they are both lying to each other, both about... Um, I mean, he's lying about what he's doing. So yes. he's straight up lying. And she is hiding I mean, men can't how have she feelings. feels. He can't just say, yeah. I'm upset that I don't think you're taking our relationship seriously because you won't introduce me to your mother. Right. Is point, it that hard to yeah. say, Juna? <laughs> At which point she could say, well, I don't think you're taking our relationship very seriously because I am definitely sure you're lying to me. And every time that I bring it up, you act super weird and make me think that I'm like a crazy psycho person. Yes, and we'll talk about this later because there's such a crazy gaslighting scene yeah. in this episode that I just was like, my skin was crawling watching it. Um, okay, we'll get to that. So... But I was curious about, like, why aren't they being honest with each other? And I was only thinking about it because I think I have a little bit of that problem of, like, why isn't Eva just being honest? And I, I can't really answer that. Why doesn't she say, what like, that she that she's upset with him? Um, there's a moment that he, mm-hmm. in this conversation where he says to her uh, something like, she says, nothing's wrong, what's wrong with you? And he goes, nothing. And then he's like, well, I guess we have no problem or something like that. And he makes this face, this, like, okay face um that 
you know, I'm like, you could, you guys could break up over this. Like, this is how the kernel starts. This like ever widening gap where yeah. suddenly a, a couple is no longer connected. This entire episode, every scene they're in, it's like this could be the moment they break up. Right. Totally. And 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 it's like, don't you guys value this thing that you have? Like, why not just bury your pride, ego, whatever, be humble, or just be open, but it's so hard to be open and vulnerable, yeah, yeah. so I'm not condemning I think, yeah, them, I, I think, get it. I think they're, I mean, I don't know, it must, it, they're, they're both afraid of losing this thing that some people lost so, so much over, so like, right. it, it, it can't, it's like, okay, this has to work out because of what it cost her, so she can't bring up the cracks because then they're yes, real. Yes, that's true. That's so true. And yeah, and of course, if you're watching in real time, you don't yet know in this episode. But we can just talk about it because I feel like people yeah, who yeah. are listening to us are either our friends <laughs> and don't care or have, have seen the show. show. Um, and yeah, they uh, they she lost her Ingrid and Sarah because they you know Jonas was dating Ingrid. Yeah. Um, and also like that adds this like layer to her paranoia as well. Yeah. No. No. Over, um, that's why I love rewatching the show because I think it's so carefully done. Yeah. Where you're like, you're asking all these questions because that was you. Yeah, totally. Um, and and you know and you, you wanna say he wouldn't do he he wouldn't do that to me. Right. But, but he but, did it to yeah. Ingrid, so And he and she was the friend that Ingrid right. would talk to and say, like, I think he's, he's doing this. I think I, he's I think being he's shifted. Cheating. Right. Um, so yeah, anyway, it was an interesting scene, super well written as usual, and just very real and honest. And then the next thing is, I think they're in school, and... Yeah, they're at the library, they're, they're, Eva is uh, talking to her new best friend, Nura, uh, <laughs> essentially about uh, Jonas and that whole thing. Yeah, and Nura and basically think... advises her, like, just, he just thinks you're embarrassed about him, so yeah, yeah, just yeah. introduce him to your mom and everything yeah, she, will be fine. Yeah, she's very rational, and she gives yeah. good advice. Yeah, which... yeah, she's sort of the... You know, the adult in the room. Yeah, often. and then Vilde uh, continues her um, tradition of just, like, running into a room. Basically, she's, like, she's basically always, like, in the middle of a yeah, sentence. She's like a little tornado who, yeah, like, yeah. comes in yeah, and she's like, like here's all my emotions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to deal with them right now. Um, and, she, yeah, she comes in and she's, again, again, demanding Sana uh, get kicked out yeah. of the bus. She is still very upset about she this. Is, yes, and, and I, okay, so this is one of my favorite Vilde scenes because I think it, like, really highlights um, this quality in her that I find so fascinating where she's both, um, she's, she's, she's a social climber, yes, effectively. Yes. And so she's upset with Sana for, at the party in the last episode, Sana threw beer or whatever on the Pepsi on Max Pepsi girls. Pepsi girls, yeah. And uh, <laughs> she's like, I had to fix our social status. And her whole thing with sleeping with William is for their social status, which is like crazy. She's pouring herself out for yeah, I know, it's social insane. status. And um, and Nora kind of calls her out on it, like, subtly. But at the same time, so she's, on one hand, she's a social climber and kind of devious, but, like, on the other hand, just very innocent. Um, what was it in this episode? There's two scenes in in these two episodes that, like, or in this episode, I think, that... Um, there's a couple things. I think, first of all, well, Nora is... She actually doesn't know anything... Uh, sorry, it's when, uh, when she, like, asks to borrow her, uh, one yeah, of their birth the end, control pills. Yeah, at the end of yeah. that scene. Yes, I was gonna say, you're probably talking about that, because this is where Vilda basically makes, makes it explicit that her plan is to, uh, lose her virginity, uh, to William. And she seems to have no knowledge about how Yeah, how, how this works. Yeah. And, and she's, like, her, embarrassed to go to the doctor. Yeah, and her whole childish. reasoning, her whole reasoning is just, like, he's the coolest, 
And on the one hand, good for her that she's trying to uh, find some sort of birth control. But yeah, she's like literally like, can I borrow a pill? Right. It's like, I think, I don't think she quite knows the difference between birth control and like plan B maybe. Right, right. Um, and I, I also, like, sort of in the way the show, as you were saying, is craft, like, very well planted and crafted, I think it's really interesting to consider in light of what we find out in season four, or the very end of season four, what her family life is like yeah. with her mom, and the, the idea of being a social climber, given that her mom is, given that she probably has a chip on her shoulder, or not chip on her shoulder, but like, um... Uh, a shame yeah. over her mom's status. Did you say shame? Oh, shame. Look at yeah. That. Um, I thought I was, I was so proud of myself for <laughs> thinking of that word, and it's actually literally the title of the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so acting out of her shame of her family status is translating that in the school environment mm-hmm. in this kind of like, I need to be popular yeah. um, thing, and I, I think that's... Um, uh, yeah, I thought it was funny that she explicitly says, like, well, I'm doing this for you guys, too. Yeah, and, that's what, and and their faces are both like, we're not asking you Yeah, to. that's when Nora's like, Vilda. And that's the end of that. That's yeah, all yeah. she has to say. She's like, then, no. Yeah, so on the one hand, like, very social climbing and deeming it serious and also very naive. Like, also in that scene, she says something like, well, I know Ingrid and Sarah very well, and they're not mean like that. Because I think... Um, uh, well, because Eva then says, like, how do you know Sarah didn't have a good reason? Yeah, I think, yeah I think it's Nora who's like... Well, it might not be Santa's fault, and then Eva backs her up being like, well, like, I know, Sarah and Ingrid, like, you don't, like, I know them. Right. I don't know if she says I know them, but they 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 know them very well. well. They thought that they wouldn't do that, which is incorrect. uh, Yeah. It turns out, in the end, that uh, Sana is defending Eva and Vilda and their honor, basically, and that's why, um... But I and also Eva gets very like there was like some good acting from from her as we said last episode a uh, very understated actress but so good yeah I thought it uh, yeah I yeah, thought it was goes. interesting the dynamics between the the three of them because uh-huh. Vilda like we said she comes in like a tornado she's like here's all my feelings here are the information and Nora's yeah. kind of like catching up and like right. kind of like trying to process everything and Eva surprisingly. It's kind of like the more, like, mothering or understanding. Yeah. She's, like, listening, and then she's all like, well, I can't give you the morning after pill. Right. Because, I'm sorry, I can't give you the pill because it doesn't work this nice. I have, right, right, like, right. my uh, Nuvering, and we can't, you, you don't, you don't want that. You definitely that. don't want, want that. that. She's like, why don't we go to the, we'll go with you to the school doctor. Like, yes. I really, I did like a lot that um, she's very, like, I'll just go, she's very, like, Friendly. Yeah, she's like, friendly. Kind. Yeah, she's yeah. kind. She's very kind. That's what I. That's what I got from that scene. Yeah. Like Eva is very kind and non-judgy. Yeah. My notes, by the way, for uh, the uh, Vilda moment where she gives the bombshell about I'm gonna have sex with William. It's just like ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it's so funny. Yeah, but she's so good. Because again, she just walks in and she's like, "Information you need to know. <laughs> yes. No questions asked." Yes. Yeah. And I love how she's like. Well, again, super naive, but also super open about sexuality. Yeah. Um, even though she seems to know very little about it. So, I just, she's just such a fascinating, and I think it's those, um, w- what seem like uh, contradictions, but actually work very well in her, and the actress performs it very well, that make the show, and make the characters in the show feel, again, I'm just like a broken record, but feel so real, <laughs> and why they feel like, yes, I went to school with somebody like that. I totally did. Well, and I think that's why I also cut her some slack in season four, uh, when it seems like everything she's saying and she's doing is wrong, because we 
and especially now, I'm paying so much attention to that backstory between Sana and Vildo. Uh-huh. Who clearly, we know eventually, like, lo- love each other. But they're very, very different people. So they rub each other the yes. wrong way over and over yes. and over again. And so, so I have to remind myself, yes, what she's doing is hurting her friend. Right. Um, but again, it's Sana's point of view. We know Vilda, like, she needs to grow, she needs to change, but yeah. she's not a monster. Right, totally. And in Vilda's defense, Sana is not an easy person to love. Yes. She comes on strong yeah. in a very different way. Yeah, which which we'll talk about in the next episode. Yes. Because yes. I actually wrote a note here at the end that said, no Sana in this episode, sad face. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, that's right, she wasn't in this one. Yeah, but she, she, that's, that's, she gets like an epic uh, into the scene same. in the, the next, next one. one. Uh, um, then Eva goes home. Um, it's one oh, of, yeah, this is yeah. a scene with her mom. Yeah, it's one of the only scenes we have with her mom. It's yeah. kind of sweet. It seems like it's it must it seems like it's late at night. Yeah, I, it's it's such a small scene, but I think it's honestly one of my favorite in the season for sure. And I and it's, I think it's one of the reasons why Eva remains one of my. I mean, it's hard. They're all my favorite, but like I love her, and it, part of this reason is her relationship with her mom. And this particular scene, I was so like, yes, this is me and my mom. Um, on the one hand, her mom is very, like, caring and asking, like, so how are you and Sara? But she doesn't know. No, she doesn't know. That that she's pushing a button and then Eva reacts. Yes. Overreacts. Overreacts. Like, <laughs> Which is so like, teenager. That's what teenagers do. Yeah, like... But it's just a sweet scene where her mom is asking about her and saying, like, you know, it's a little bit concerned, and she, why aren't you sleeping, and, um... Uh, you're great, and then she's like, oh my god, mom, like, she's essentially like, oh my god, mom, I'm here to just, like, basically cuddle, cuddle with you. yeah. Stop, stop with the interrogation. Yeah, she, she just wants her mom. She that's, just wants her mom. I think that's what the scene yeah. is. And, like, how she, like, comes in and, like, you know, lean, you know, comes in on her shoulder, and it's just very, yeah, know, very she, sweet. Yeah, she's still technically fighting with her boyfriend, and... Right. And, and... But, but she can't tell her about it. She can't tell her. She does. This is this is when she does finally tell her mother. Uh, she has that a boyfriend. boyfriend. She doesn't go into much detail. She evades the question of about like, his who, name. It, who it is yeah, and she, whatnot. She, which I'm like, what's your plan, girl? Like, you're he's gonna show up on Friday, and your mom's. It's gonna be even more awkward in person. Her fa- I, like, I don't know how good of an actress your mom is, but like, <laughs> yeah, uh, she's gonna be like. What? What? <laughs> I thought she was da- he was dating Ingrid, but okay. And but anyway, the plot advancement in this particular scene is that she arranges for another taking Nora's advice, she arranges for another dinner with with Jonas on Friday. Which well, is perhaps she doesn't know about it yet. Could but. it be on Friday? <laughs> is it Friday? Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, I'm- yeah. App- yep, it's Friday. They settled on Friday dinner. <laughs> Shocking. That never happens. Never happened. <laughs> There's and- a- go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think that's it, what I have for that scene. Uh, I just have, like, epic slow-mo transition, uh, yeah. which I feel deserves to be called out, uh, to Ava and Eunice, like, I can think of no other term to describe this other than sucking face yes. in the hallway <laughs> of the school. Uh, making out and kissing are not appropriate enough to cover this scene. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, that's a great description. And uh, and then... Um, and then Nora comes along. Nora comes and... along. And this is the first time that Nora and Jonas officially meet. Uh, oh, how yeah. Not... Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So they, she, they introduce each other. And, yeah, and they're both like herd, herd flock. They're... they're they heard both about heard you. about each other. Yes, yeah. But this is the first time that they officially meet. And Nora's kind of really charming in it. Uh-huh. Uh, he's all like, so where are you going? Uh, uh, Nora comes over and says, hey, it's time to go to the nurse's office. And he's like, what are you doing at the nurse's office? And she's like, helping our friend get laid. <laughs> and he goes, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really know how to react to that one. 
Um, Nora is so, like, the adult in the room so often and acts like she's in college. And she's also often the voice of the audience. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why she gets to be the one who comes in and is like, I guess you're friends again. Because that was my thought, too. And I thought of making out. I was like, wait, that was fast. I mean, it makes perfect sense and is very, like, appropriate for high school. Yes. But uh, it was, anyway, it was just a quick scene. Um, so then they're at the doctor's office. Oh yeah, we meet a very famous character. We're gonna, we're about to meet a very famous character, oh, yeah. the scammers, uh, the, the, the like, nurse. Ridiculously uh, inappropriate and hilarious and strange. But before before we get nurse. there, Lily is nervously waiting for them at the nurse's office. Um, they they walk in Nora and Eva, and then so does Chris. Right, and then who uh, found out from Eunice. Yeah, I know. Which I love there. that moment because Gilda's reaction is like, "You told your boyfriend." boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> but also. I would I would love to see that scene where Chris walks up to to do and, and it's like, like where where where's your girlfriend and yeah. he's like nurse's office helping someone, someone get, get laid? laid I don't know girl yeah um yeah but so but Chris has big important news which is that Sana has found a buyer for the toilet paper I love the toilet paper the toilet song. paper and I love how like every time uh, I've noticed now a pattern where every time Vil- uh, Vilda is like we gotta get Sana out. Sana basically rescues herself and earns her place back back in the group by fixing Vilda's mistakes. Yeah. (laughs) That toilet paper, man. That fucking toilet paper. That's like the longest, like, subplot. But I've noticed, so, again, in contrast, uh, because I'm seeing the forming of this other girl squad in Scam Austin, Uh then it makes me notice... what's different and what's the same about about an original yeah, in this version and the fact that chris loves uh sana from day one is very it's it's, it's something that they're also doing uh in this other one interesting and i haven't seen too much of the social media but even in in the social media like uh, uh joe is like all about soya uh and so, so i find it uh, really interesting right 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 they do seem like a natural pairing yes, i think sana they do Sana, I mean, I'm not sure about the American versions, but definitely Sana, like, I think would appreciate Chris's no-nonsense straightforwardness and vice versa, I guess. Yeah, so it's really cool. Which is, again, it's a shame that uh, Chris, the actor, the actor, the actress who plays Chris wasn't as available in season four, because I really do think that... Yeah, she's such a delight in (laughs) That we missed out in in. a lot of uh, that relationship. I totally agree. Um... Not just season four, I feel like even earlier she sort of begins to be more absent. But, yes, yeah, but yeah, even earlier. But anyway, um, but yes, oh, I should have asked, I didn't know if you were talking about the strange and inappropriate doctor or the giant white dildo as the other character. Oh, both, <laughs> I both. Have, I should have clarified. Oh, yes, uh, both. I literally, the moment, anytime uh, in an episode of Scam, we enter the nurse's office, my eyes are like, where's the dildo? Yeah. Where's the dildo? <laughs> Where's it's hard to because, not think about because it. Because it's either going to be brought into, like, frame, yes. or it's just there in the background, and you just got to find it, guys. And sometimes it's right in the foreground for no reason at all. For no just reason at all. it's glorious. Yeah, so we meet the school nurse, which is one of the, I think she's the only adult character that, show, that shows up in every season. That's true, yeah. Uh, like, everyone goes to her at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Isaac is like, I can't sleep. Yeah. And the nurse is like, have you tried talking about your feelings? <laughs> Do you know what show you're on, lady? <laughs> no. No. We hide our shame. Uh, so she's she's very, it's very interesting, though, because I think she does, she's very funny 
and she's very no nonsense. I just realized that I basically pictured Julie Andum as that actress. I just realized that I'm that's not actually Julie Andum. No, it's not Julie Andum. <laughs> and so, so I've always found her of an interesting character, and because they're not a, there are not a lot of adults in this world, so right. I'm always fascinated what about what they're trying to say. Like that, you know, that Charlie Brown thing where you can't understand the, the parents. That's yeah. what I get most of the most of the time. Yes, yeah. But but not the nurse. The nurse, and even the teachers. In later seasons, we see them, but we usually just see them sort of like literally not showing their face at all. Which is very Charlie Brown. Yeah. Um, but she gets to be like, she gets to represent uh, like yeah. a- adult supervision. Uh-huh. I don't know. Cause she's not, she doesn't even, she's not, she doesn't even care of, that much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just, um, maybe because she, yeah, it's an interesting question why she does. I, I thought it was maybe like a first, like a cultural thing that she's so odd. And then I realized, no, it is just supposed to be funny. Yeah, it is supposed um, to be funny. I'm pretty sure. Like my notes for this scene is, what a scene. Yeah. They like, that thing, it just escalates. It's yeah. like, there's bleeding, there's death, there's anima, and all the girls are just watching like, what is going on? What is this train wreck? What is this like, talking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, so the plot of the scene is Vilda tells, uh, or I don't even know if, she, if Vilda or one of the other girls says Vilda's gonna have sex for the first time, time. and the, the nurse is totally just sort of nonplussed and is like, well, when is it scheduled? <laughs> Uh, and then it just, like, escalates uh, do, to... Hey, hey, do you know when it's scheduled for? It could be one guess. Oh! I wonder! Is it, is it, could be, could it be Friday? <laughs> uh, I thought it might be, but I wasn't sure. By the way, that, I think at this point it's a Thursday, so everyone's like, what? 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 Even That's the school nurse. Yeah, yeah, even the school nurse is like, I can't give you birth control for... Tomorrow. Oh, for tomorrow. I mean, it wouldn't work. Yeah. If you start taking it right yeah, now. Yeah, that's not how this works, girl. But, yeah, anyway, the scene kind of ends. We, I don't even know, she, we assume she gets some sort of birth control, but we're not told in the scene. Yeah, we're not really told. It's, again, it, it devolves into this whole thing about right. bleeding oh, and, and pain. Vilda asks Eva to party, not just as it's on Friday, which is the day that Eva's supposed to have dinner with her but mom. She also, but she also says, hey, can we have drinks at your place beforehand? Uh, Eva doesn't really want to because Junas is supposed to come over, but she kind of agrees. Okay, you guys can come and chill for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that basically is the next scene, which is them in Eva's basement. Oh, yeah. Well, the scene ends with, again, the dildo being brought out. <laughs> brought out, yes. Oh, yeah, so the nurse, uh... uh opens the, the condom. Yes, she Struggles can't... with the condom. Uh, I mean, who hasn't been there? And that's... Can't open the condom packaging. Yeah, yeah and that's the end of the scene, actually. I yes. think it's, like, literally kind of, like... I think cause... it's her, like, blowing... She, like, opens it and blows on the... To, you know, to pop it out. Yeah. And she's like, so, who wants to try? And, and they're just like... like yeah, uh, and then it cuts. Uh, yeah. I told you, what a scene. What a scene. editing. Yeah, and now it's... Friday. Right. Friday, <laughs> gotta get down on Friday. That when, should be the theme. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's copyrighted, Rebecca, uh, Rebecca Black. It would be two thousand uh, ten. Oh yeah, I, I'm sure she's. I hope she's made mucho bucks off of that because yeah. everyone made a lot, <laughs> a lot of fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope she at least got paid for it. The girls are indeed in uh, Eva's uh, basement, basement room uh, drinking. Sana's not there. Not yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's not there. Yeah, it's um, they mentioned her, but she's yeah, not Yeah, she's been scene. mentioned a lot because, you know, her presence is large and yes. looming and she could never be <laughs> not a part forgotten. of the squad. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're drinking. Vilda is uh, really nervous about uh, yeah, sex for the first time. She's worried that it's going to hurt. She's not, she doesn't seem to be nervous about the sex, just that it will hurt. hurt. Yeah. Um, so she's kind of going around asking for like advice. What yeah. should I do? How, how much, how much pain are we talking about? Etc. Um, 
this is one of those scenes that I like because it brings into contrast, again, like the sort of things you wouldn't expect of a character. And so for Nora, the throwaway comment is, I mean, Vilda says to her, like, well, what do you know? You're not, you, you haven't had sex, uh-huh. yeah, which yeah. will come into the story later on. Yeah, but no, Nora's just like, mm, <laughs> no comment. No comment. But, um, but in general, Nora is presented as, well, I mean, she's like, I, I really like her character because though she's, uh, let's say, quote-unquote feminist, I mean, she's sort of like the feminist adult yeah. voice in the room, she isn't, she's kind of prudish when it comes to sex, and I really like that. I like that contrast. I'm a little bit tired of a lot of this. I just feel like media is oversaturated yeah, with women I, who I are, think... like, in charge of their sexuality, and that's what makes them feminists, as opposed yeah, to, Nora, like... Nora is empowered. Just... Yeah, like she, it, she's making a choice. Exactly, and it, she by the choices that she like makes. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which is one of the fascinating things to talk about season two. I'm trying to focus on the things that I am fascinated that I want to talk about in season yes. two. Yes, <laughs> instead of thinking, instead of like it's what you know, we're gonna like rag I said, on. Like I said, it's not so much that I don't like it. It's like I was looking at the like uh, Wikipedia for some reason, and it just said like you know the running time, and I was like, why is there an episode that is 50 minutes? Oh man, there is no need. Uh, well, never mind. We'll talk about that when we get there. Because <laughs> I have so many complaints. But anyway. Um, we love Nora, by the way. Just oh, Nora's us. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, the other thing that's amazing about this scene is what the title of the episode is. <laughs> yes, which is What Turns You On. What Turns You On. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's a really good scene. Uh-huh. Also, as the fandom likes to... A lot of the fandom things that Vilda is a lesbian or bisexual, and this is one oh. of those scenes that uh-huh. they're like, hello, uh-huh. look what turns her on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so basically it comes down to, first of all, she doesn't really, she says, she seems to, and again, this is that weird contrast they're, of they're, like, yeah, Nora's like, what turns but... you on? And Vilda's like, I oh, don't understand the significance. Well, I don't understand what you're asking. I am not turned on by anything. And, and then it turns out she's turned on by shopping because she goes into this great <laughs> detail of describing her dress and lipstick uh, when she's supposed to be describing a sexual encounter, encounter her first time with William. And she's like, well, I'm wearing this dress and it has lace and this kind of lipstick. Yeah, yeah. Not that kind, but that okay. one. Um, and then she turns to Nora and she's like, this is working. And Nora's like, it is. <laughs> Uh, Vilda, I love yeah, so the much. whole so the whole point of this exercise is uh, to kind of get her to calm down a little bit. Yes. So they're like, like, all right, let's try to focus on what is it that you're looking forward to? Kind yeah. of like, all right, let's, let's let's get you in the moon. Let's and she's like, mm, lace, <laughs> yes. Um, and then Chris comes to her defense by saying, hey, you never know what turns on people. The other day I was watching a show and it was donkeys. <laughs> um, and I'm like, yes, I love you, Chris, for being so completely transparent and wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, then, uh, it's time, uh, for dinner, or, like, at least of us mom is like, hey, it's time for dinner. Dinner, yeah. Emma wants the girls to leave, but they, they ask to stay. stay. She's like, fine, we have to be quiet. So she goes up. Which, of course, they're not going to be. They're not going to be. She goes up, and Jonas is still MIA. He's nowhere to be found. Yeah, he's Uh, not answering texts. I kind of, uh, really like this next scene, this climactic scene I wrote down. It reminds me of, almost reminds me of an Oscar Wilde play. There's this comedy of errors. I literally wrote comedy of errors. Yes! In my notes. High five again. I was like, this is a great comedy of errors scene. Because people are just like... So, essentially, um, uh, Eva goes up, 
her mom's like, where's your boyfriend? She's, she makes up some excuse for him, texts him where he's at, and then the wrong the, the doorbell the rings. rings. At this point, has been set up that Vilde is waiting for William to text her to meet up. Uh, so they go open the front door, and who's there? It's William. It's William. Um, Not Jonas, like yeah. everyone's expecting. Eva's mom, who at this point doesn't know that who the boyfriend is. She doesn't know it's Jonas, she doesn't know who it is. Assumes it's him. Assumes it's William, and then it's this whole thing And you of can like, see the look on her face of like, ooh, what a catch. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. She doesn't know what she's expecting. <laughs> what? Uh, and then... Uh, and then he—he's—I do will say to William, he's a very—he's very nice, and like he's very polite. He's very polite. He seems to know how to handle parents. Yeah. And I notice at the end of the scene, basically like a bunch of stuff happens. It's all very confusing and weird, and the door just like shuts in his face. And I'm like, if and he never seems to be like plus about, about it. it. He's just yeah, sort of like, face. Okay, like yeah. all right, yeah. So then, yeah, essentially, Eva has to be like, not my boyfriend. Uh-huh. And then this is when the girls emerge from the basement, right. drunk. Yes, and they're like, oh yeah, we remember that jacket I borrowed? I left it by your in your in a bag in your yeah. window. No, no, makes Excuse up. us, we have more jackets to drop yeah, off. Yeah, we like, have so many jackets to deliver. I'm like, guys, you're not. You're... It's just chaotic. <laughs> it's completely hilarious. chaotic, and Emma knows it. And her mom's watching this entire thing with, and it's like, what, what is going, going on? on? Um. Uh, and then once the door is slammed, as we said, it's just, it's just, the timing of it all is very, very funny. And it's it really well works. done, yeah. It's, real, it's yeah. totally well done. And then, uh, basically it ends with her getting a call from Jonas saying, I can't come, something came up with my mom, I have to help her. Uh, and then she hears a girl's voice, and she's like, who's that? And he says, it's my sister. And... We can tell that she, she does not believe, believe that. that. Uh, and also, she's just super upset that he stood her up. Yes! And and it's this weird fine line of, like, is this retribution for him being stood up? Because, yes! Because that's really immature and And I think dickish. that's... I, I honestly... I've always thought that that's what it is. I think it has... Uh, uh, it has to have at least a very strong subtext of that. Yeah. I don't know that he consciously he made, was like, I'm going to make plans and screw her over. But definitely when the opportunity yeah. came up to do something else, he was like, I'm sure he was like, well, yeah, she, she stood, stood me, me up, up so. last time. Yeah. yeah. And that and that's when you have to, I mean, not that people don't do it at any age, but that's one of the times where you have to remember that these people are only 15 or 16 Six, years old. Yeah, they're teenagers. And, <laughs> and like young teenagers at that. And it's very appropriate for uh what was the phrase i heard recently Devel- developmentally appropriate or something <laughs> i do not regularly watch john green but randomly i saw oh, this yeah? one clip of him um talking about it and he said like it was i really liked it but he was um he was talking about uh how his little kid that they you that you hear a phrase often from doctors which is developmentally appropriate is it developmentally appropriate that they're walking blah blah and he says I wish this is a phrase we carried into adulthood and I totally agree check it oh out. I should check it out it's about him I think it's called like man old man yells at cloud or something because he references uh, that Simpsons okay, okay, cartoon okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I check it out it was very yeah like, I don't I, I I do watch him not regularly but I do enjoy yeah uh, yeah it was like heartfelt I interesting I uh, all right so now we're in episode six. Yes. Which is called, You Know When a Boy is Lying. Uh, <laughs> because the theme of this season, guys, apart from shame, is trust. Trust and lies. Uh, yeah, I think, like, if you took a shot every time anyone mentions trust in uh-huh. this episode, you would be dead, like, five minutes <laughs> in. Yes, they do, they do really hammer it home, like, Eva, why don't you trust him? Blah, blah, blah. Well, because it actually opens with my beautiful baby boy, Isaac, who is, um... Playing the role of uh, what is it? Snake, snake sack, snake, snake sack. 
Give me a little, give me a little snake, my beautiful boy. Uh, this is this, this is one of the moments where I remember the first time that you that we saw this season. That how by the end you turned to me and you're like, "How can he be your favorite?" <laughs> yes. I'm like, look at those. What is it that you like about him? He's so look at that smile. Look at that innocent uh, the curls. Mm-hmm. He's a little baby angel. No, devious, scheming, little, <laughs> uh, little uh, demon child is what he is. Not that I don't. Again, it's a similar thing where we were talking about, like, in terms of motivations, is did Jonas not show up to the dinner because he had other plans, or, or was the underlying thing really, this is retribution. Right. And that's that's how I see with Isaac. I don't I don't want to say too I mean, I think everyone knows at this point. Yeah. But uh, I don't want to go too much into detail, but essentially, I don't doubt that Isaac cares for Eva as a friend, and that yes. his advice is not wrong a lot of the time. Oh yeah, no. But then, he, but then he was actually get, quite right in the scene. Yeah, but then to... he has to take it a step further, which we can talk about. So yeah. So they're having coffee. Oh, I was gonna look at where they're having coffee because I think it's like it's called like uh, K K B or something. It's like, oh, a, like a chain. A, yeah, it's like a chain I think or like something in, in Oslo. Um, so when when people oh and I think Henrik who is the actor who plays Evan I think he used to work at one of those and uh, fans would show up all the time. That's really funny. Uh. And so, yeah, so if you ever read, like, a coffee shop, a Next time in Oslo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or more realistically, if I'm looking for a coffee shop for an AU. Uh, yeah, you KB. can. KB. I, I think that's what it's called. I, I was going to Google it, and then I didn't have time. Yeah, it's... yeah so Elvis all like, hey, thank you for meeting me for coffee. And he's all like, so what's up? And she's like, aren't we great friends? <laughs> And he's and he's all like he he immediately sees through it. Yes, because the thing about people who are very devious is that they can immediately see through other people who are being <laughs> devious. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, he like yeah, basically just gets the heart of the matter. And well, she's asking him about like what, what were you doing on Friday? Friday, and he kind of is like, if you don't trust, basically what he his yeah, that, advice so, is. So then she comes out and says. I think there's something going on between uh, Jonas and Ingrid, uh-huh. and then he he doesn't quite say anything um, about whether or not that's true, but he just say like, "Why are you with him if you don't trust him?" Right. Which is a really good question it's to ask. It's a valid question. It's sort of phrased in a very negative way. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like a more a less agenda driven yes uh, question way to phrase the question would be something like, uh, you know, it's really I mean, not even a question, but like if you're in a relationship with him to trust him like why yeah. don't you ask him or you well, that, talk this and, out and that's what I mean he's, he's essentially in like so then she says oh so you're saying I should trust him because that's what she wants to hear right so he's like option A is like you can't be with him because you don't trust him option B is like you just have to trust him because you're with him and she's like okay I like these two options but then he has to be like no no I got an agenda option, option three <laughs> or option C is you should ask Ingrid what's, right. what's up like yes She'll definitely be honest with you about whether or not she was hanging out. Yes, because she loves you, and you and Jonas especially. So yeah, he he plans the seed of what's to happen, foreshadow what's to happen in the episode. Um, Yeah, I just wrote, he's a shit stirrer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is the perfect, (laughs) the perfect phrase for him in this season, for sure. But he also has a great scarf and looks great in the scene. I just just want to point that out. He's always gorgeous. <laughs> He's a gorgeous, glorious I mean, I little perfect human. I saw a recent picture of him of, like, I think it was, like, a week ago, and he has, like, in a year, 
Like, he's, like, an adult. Oh, or, wow. or, like, he's not, he still looks a little babyish, but he's, like, becoming a man in our bear, in front of our very ass. <laughs> I have to look this up. I'm super curious what um, he looks like as a, as a more grown-up person. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's, like, a man, but he's getting there. But he's... <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say about... I don't know. I had to talk about Isaac some more. And... <laughs> oh, no, no, that's fine. We can always talk about Isaac. Um, he is so cherubic. He's so well cast. Uh, uh, yes, he is. He's amazing. Oh, oh, well, are we done with that? Because then is, then is, I think, one of my favorite scenes oh my in God, the show so, ever. Yes, yes. There's two in this episode alone that I freaking love. This is my second favorite. Uh, um, so, I think for me, when I was watching the show, I was going to say the first time, but then I remembered I saw season three first. Fine. I think when I saw the show for the first time and kind of made the decision, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna stick with the whole thing, not just watch season three as a contained as a, thing, uh-huh. was honestly this scene because there's something about it felt to me something that you don't see that much because in tv shows when you're doing a when you're answering a text message it's like it's the only thing you're doing and like it's like here's the here's the thing here's the thing and it's like this really monumental moment of like answering this text message but that's not what it is how it is usually in real life in real life like you your one thing is going on with you on your phone and another thing is going on with wherever you're at. Yes, yeah, so it's obvious and often a painful contrast, as is in this case, where she, where Eva, the scene is, Eva is sitting in the schoolyard with uh, Nura and Vilda. Mm, yeah. They're all three talking about Vilda's sexual experience. Yeah, so Vilda lost her virginity, guys. Yes. Uh, news. Mm, uh, to, to William. That is explained. And, and now uh, she's talking, she's, she's sharing with the girls. And on the one hand, they're having a hilarious conversation. conversation. I had to watch the scene twice, because I wanted to follow both equally. Um, they're having a hilarious conversation about where she's like, <laughs> she's talking about how she had an or she think I think I had an orgasm. Yeah, she thinks it was in the best description of an orgasm. I think she, ever. Yeah, I didn't write it down, but uh, it she was said something like, like it was like a little sneeze down there, <laughs> which is just yes, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, and, um, the, and then she tr- then she tries to talk about like Williams. Um, Oh yeah, she says he has like a big penis, penis. and then and like, like, you can't talk about his penis, <laughs> which gets into another really great feminist uh, yes, yeah. topic because uh, Vilda says, well, that he'll talk about my body with yeah. his friends, why can't we? And I love Nur's response, which is basically can be summed up as being a feminist doesn't mean sinking to Their level. the low level, it means like fighting against that um, yeah. and like fighting for dignity. Yeah. And so treat others like like you want to be treated, treated a little yeah. bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so that's going on. So and that's that, one. Meanwhile, and then, meanwhile, across the the courtyard, Yunus is standing with his friends, and he and uh, Eva Eva keep looking at each other, and they're having one conversation with their faces, where Yunus can very clearly tell that Eva is pissed off, and he keeps kind of like to be like, "Hey, what are you, what are you doing?" Non-verbally trying to be like, yes. "What's going on?" And then they're having. An actual conversation via text message. Yes. Where he's basically telling her, like, He's smile. like, smile. Don't look so unhappy. And she's like, I'm smiling. Why aren't you? And he's like, I'm smiling. And they give each other these very fake smiles. And it's, again, very, very passive-aggressive. And very, and yeah, very... She, she even goes as far as to write, fuck you. But she doesn't send it. He doesn't it. send it. Yes, because I can't remember what it was that he says that's... Oh, that's the one where I had to look up on Google Translate. Oh. But he says something like, well, fine. Because she basically says, like, I'm fine, I'm happy. And he's like, well, fine. Then text me when you're feeling better or something to that effect. Or when you're not angry. And she, that's when she's about to type, fuck you. But she doesn't send it because Vilda makes some hilarious comment that distracts her. Yeah. Again, I just want to call out 
the acting of the actress who plays Eva, who is so good in the scene in being, like, both upset with her phone and, like, having fun with this conversation. She's not talking with them. They're just, she's yeah, just yeah. listening. She's but listening. she's reacting okay. to it in this, like, really subtle, great way. Uh, so, yeah, it's just a great... Uh, a great scene and so well executed both in visual storytelling it's rare to for me to watch a television show i mean we we went to afi we're screenwriters we're filmmakers uh it's rare for me to watch a television show and feel like my skill as a filmmaker is enhanced mm-hmm, by, uh, by the experience yeah. of it and this scene in particular though i would say this show as a whole in many ways um, it gives me that experience, which is why I love it so much. Uh, Vildo is wearing the Penetrator's uh, uh, hoodie. Oh, yeah. good detail. I didn't yeah. pick up on that. Yeah, she's wearing the hoodie. Yeah, because they like give them to every girl they nail, right? Yes. Oh my God. So awful. So awful. And I, I mean, I'm using that terminology specifically. I would never describe a girl yeah, because, being nailed, but that's but they, they would. They, they, they do yeah. it, yeah. Oh, and then they also we also get the little piece of information that even though she was so concerned throughout the entire previous episode about uh, birth control, etc., that they oh did my God, not yes. <laughs> yes, they did not use a condom, which I literally wrote ugh because William, come on, like okay, this is I think where they plant the seeds for William being a. I'm gonna just say it out loud, a fucking douchebag, so strongly that yeah. I have a re- I think it's part of the reason why I had such a hard time with season two. Yeah. Because he doesn't get any kind of redemption. He just, we're expected to suddenly see him as a layered person. Yeah, so we obviously we'll talk about that more. The Nora and uh, William trope of them, like all the tropes that they are, yeah. are some of my favorite things in the world. Yeah. So I, yeah, Who I do, love a bad boy. Yeah. So I always struggle with why I don't love them as much as I want to Is love it? them. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think it's little things like that. I'm like, you're such a fucking dick. Because I'm sorry, but like having sex with a girl without a condom, and it's not just that it's without a condom, it's that. She says that uh, Vilda says that William said he doesn't, he doesn't like, like to use, use it much. much. Yeah, that I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm giving two fingers right now. Yeah, it's just bullshit. And I think this is where it gets planted in me. I just can't overlook it. Um, there's another little thing coming in this episode. Yeah. This so episode. again, if you want to discuss William and how we don't understand him, <laughs> totally engage. I I want I oh. want. Yeah, please. I want to like him. I do. I, I want William Nora Shippers to... I want to talk about it because I want to... to, to yeah, they're, I think they're called... Uh, Will... No. Nurham. Nurham. Yeah. Because we... Because she calls him Willem. Will, Willem. We'll talk about that yeah, yeah. later. Whatever. Yeah. And then that's not even the end of the scene because then... Uh, Eva turns around and she goes, I think she's like, what the fuck? Or what's, wh- I don't know what she says when she sees Sana and Chris. Oh, um, yeah. That, so much happens in this yeah. scene. Um, yeah, Sana and Chris basically interrupt the scene for once it's them and not Vilda. Yeah. They come in on like, uh, what are they called? Those the- little like, two-wheel devices. They're not yeah, skateboards. Yeah. I don't know what to call them. Yeah, they're like little motorized scooters. Without yeah, they a have panel. a name. Yeah, it's kind of like a... I mean, they're, I don't know. I'm too old. <laughs> are there are there are there the hoverboards? Is that what we call hoverboards now? Even though they're not. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. That it's, might be. Yeah. It, yeah. So they're just like rolling in. Uh huh. The two of them. It's great, actually. That's I, I've seen that as a GIF a lot, and I uh-huh. enjoy it's it. It's pretty great. It's, it's pretty, pretty great. great. And Chris in her like America jacket or hat, or yeah, something, yeah. American flag. It's pretty great. And uh, uh, yeah, they roll in, and everyone's like, "Why are you guys?" 
with with this. And then, again, she says, it's because of the toilet paper. Like, we're, this is what we're using yes. to <laughs> transport the toilet paper, which I'm like, okay, I don't... Okay, so putting my filmmaker hat for a second on, um, I did pause and be like, why on earth... This is not a usable. This this device, this hoverboard, is not going to be helpful to you to transport. I know an enormous amount. Of I'm like, how does TP this somewhere? work? And then I realized, I think uh, if you think about it, it's brilliant because their intro into the scene would be so boring if they just like walked yeah, up okay. and gave us information. So, to, so I thought it was really well done filmmaking to to have them come in on these to give them basically an epic entrance because yeah. we haven't seen them in a whole episode. Yes. Um, or at least we haven't seen, seen Sana. And she is a presence. Like, she's somebody who we want to feel and remember every time she comes into a scene. And so uh, it was really, I thought, well chosen, yeah, it even was, though it's somewhat nonsensical. Yeah, yeah, She comes in, and she's like, all right, I need the toilet paper, and build it again. Talia's always like, anytime, again, anytime at this point, uh-huh. Sana talks to her, she's she's a little afraid. She like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, she's like, Vilda doesn't want to give the... Oh but, yeah, there's some conflict over like No, well I just I just like it. Sana Sana wants the toilet paper and Vilda's a little reluctant to give it without money. Uh and Sana's like Well Well my people need to need to get it for your people. people. Yeah. And then she walks away and Vilda's all no, she doesn't walk away yet. Vilda's all like, but I don't have people <laughs> and just the way that she says it, it's so great. Yes, yeah, because she just like it's on a different wavelength or universe possibly than Sana. Like it, she just doesn't even She's so intimidated by her, she doesn't even process, like, what Sana is saying. And Master, and, and then Sana responds with, uh, do you think MasterCard doesn't have people or something <laughs> like that? I don't know, something about the exchange I thought was yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. hilarious. Um, it's more, and again, going back to, like, from, in Vilda's defense, Sana is not only not an easy person to love in some ways, but she really kind of bullies Vilda in the well, beginning. Not that Vilda doesn't well, deserve it. Well, it's like, it. we're, we're... When I teach, they're always trying to t- uh, emphasize to remember to have empathy. Right. Empathy is the most important thing, right. especially like not. I mean, especially when dealing with with kids or Just teenagers. Kids, yeah. But in general, they're like try to use empathy. Sana does not understand that. No, <laughs> that whole idea of look at a person and or look at the world through their point of view. She's like, no, it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> And she will say it exactly like that. Yes, which we'll see a little bit later in the episode. Yeah. Um, when, yeah, yeah. Um, again, the scene is still not over because then oh, yeah, William walks by. Totally ignoring totally, he, I think he kind of like says hi, hi but doesn't even look that way. Yeah. And then followed by Penetrator, Penetrator Chris, Chris. Who does stop who does and stop. talk to Ava and invite them to the Halloween party. party. And I also love the very end of that. He walks away. So the very end of the scene is Ava looking at Eunice and now having this kind of softer expression. And I thought that was so and well done. And I think done. he sees it too. He's like... Yeah. Yeah, he's like, what, ch- what just changed? And I think it's so well done that after she's sort of reminded of Penetrator Chris, Chris. Um, and after he's kind of like semi sort of kind of flirted with her, um, but it certainly invited her to a party, um, suddenly she's like softer with her boyfriend. Can I, I think say, that's so well done. He is, Penetrator Chris is such, such such a good looking man you should follow him on instagram um i was always like ah oh, whatever pretty boy but then the, the scene in at the halloween party when he's in costume something about his yeah, makeup so yeah, i yeah. was like no that's what i mean it's not it's not always right like, i mean obviously i think everyone could agree that he's i mean he's a gorgeous he's a gorgeous, gorgeous man but there's times when i'm like damn like i think he <laughs> he might possibly be the hottest person in the show on with the right light right right, right. <laughs> like 
and and it was one of the things when I when I was watching Scam Austin, I was like, yeah, but he's so like he's so good looking that he's unreal. Yeah, 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 like he looks like a doll, like somebody made yes, him. Yes, it's weird. Like, yeah, I mean, Isak to some extent too, though he in a more babyish and, way, and Evan too, to some extent. Yeah, but yeah, but I but they're also more in my, at least in my mind when I think of Norwegian people. That's more of like they are the archetypes, yes. Of what I see. Um, to the point where I sometimes I'm like, they look so yeah. much they look yeah, like they brothers. Look the, yeah, they look the same. Uh, not the same, but yeah. They very similar. Um but yeah, Penetrator Chris is like obscenely good. Yeah, looking. so I just I just needed a moment to point yes. that out. And then okay, and now we've the scene is finally over and now we're at the I think the bus stop, which Yes. Did you notice the name of the bus stop? <laughs> it was at Brisk. Briskby, which is the name of the YouTube channel from the Balloon oh. Squad. Is that what they named themselves? Yeah, Hey Briskby, or Brisby, whatever. Yeah. yeah and uh, that YouTube channel, is that still around? Because that's like one of my favorite pieces of mixed media or whatever. I mean, it is, but it's around with like the Norwegian uh, language. You have to Google. Oh, right. You have, you have, to, to, find you the have tra- to Google the the, to find the translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is one of the things that I think is annoying about enjoying like Sana season in a world where you're not watching week to week, it's like, there's there was a lot of really cool extra content, but it's so hard, hard to find. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was like, shout out to my balloon boys. <laughs> Brixby. Um, yeah. yeah, this is a good scene. It's uh, Eva and, and Jonas fighting again. Yes, but it's very cathartic because finally, 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 Eva basically calls him out and says, like, I think you're there's something going on between you and Ingrid. So yeah. they're fi- finally open with each yeah, other. Yeah, she, she starts basically with being like, whatever is going on right now, this is not working. Yes, and he's like, you want to break up? And anyway, and then, and, he, and he's like, I don't want that. And she says, I don't want that either. But, and this is the, like, gives me chills, like, seriously wakens some amount of PTSD, my own relationship <laughs> PTSD, of the crazy gaslighting going on in the scene. Um, because his, when his immediate response is, no, nothing's going on. And he's so clearly lying about something. Something. We don't know what. And she knows. And she can tell. And she is being made to feel like a crazy person. Yeah. So she for, knows. For she, being paranoid. Yeah. But it's because you're acting weird, dude. And, like, the fact that he won't own up to it is so... Uh, I, I'm I'm enjoying Jonas a lot more this season, or I'm less harsh on him, I think, because I know where it goes, and I have good feelings towards him in further seasons. Yes. But I remember the first time I was watching this with you, I would just, like, I would turn to you and be like, Gabby, I don't know if I can keep watching, because this guy just makes me want to, like, murder someone. Yeah, um, and that and that's that's been my, so, again, to talk about next time, but that's been my reaction with Marlon in the, in this in uh, Scam Austin, Scam and Austin. I think that seems to be a lot of people's reactions, and yeah. I'm like, I want to give you a chance, dude, but, uh... But it's so, like... So fucking hard. Like, it's like nails raking over my skin. Yes. This scene. Over and over. Uh, yeah, totally, and I don't think it's malicious, obviously. He's not gaslighting her to make her feel crazy, but he is lying, and he's refusing to admit to it. Yeah. And he basically says, stop being insecure. He starts yes, insulting he, her. Yeah, he puts it out. Uh, yeah. um, and he, oh, she is being insecure, but that's not a kind or empathetic or any good yeah. communication way something, of saying Something it. that was brought up. Um, She's also being right. When people are talking is like, this idea of, again, pause, uh, Marlon, Shay, and Tyler, are they meaner to mm. Meg- Megan than Isaac and Jonas were? And I don't know. Right. I don't know because they're pretty mean they're to pretty her. Pretty mean to her. That happened season. Yeah, and, I mean, episode. Yeah, and we're hard. seeing it. We're seeing it also from the point of view of now of like we like these characters. Uh, we right. like Jonas. We like Isaac. Right. So we don't. We don't want to be t- too. 
harsh on them. Yeah. Because I, we like them, but but they are they are kind of terrible to her yeah. a lot of the times. They know her well. They know her insecurities. They use them against her. Yeah, totally. And it even though and I can tell you from personal experience of watching a second time um, I am not having a stronger reaction yeah. because I do know how the characters work out, but I definitely, like, it, first time around, I remember, because it was just recently that I watched it with you, had very strong reactions to how they treat Eva and how, um... Yeah, and I was all like, I still love them, and you're like, why? And I'm like, I don't, it's it just <laughs> weird, it's complicated. Yeah. And then by the end of the season, I'm like, please tell me, Gabby, that they work out! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll get there. Um... Yeah, and so, and and uh, and then like she she walks away from the bus station. Yeah, after he basically accused her of being insecure, she, she walks runs away. away. So and then this this whole the the second half of this fight basically happens like uh, it's like a wide shot and they're yeah. just like in the middle of the street. It's beautiful. I just and, yeah, it's, yeah, and we just it, we we hear we just hear the traffic. We can't even. We can't even hear what they're saying because it doesn't matter. We already know what the it's, fight is about. Yes, but we see the whole like yeah the whole fight from I guess ish beginning till till them making up. Just we're just watching yes. it from a and distance. it's just pure visual storytelling, and I love it so much. It's it's the other. It's probably it's definitely my favorite scene in this episode and possibly in this season because it's just this pu- pure symbolic story visual storytelling yeah, yeah. and the, you know they're on a median yeah. in a street in with the street cars rushing running. both ways there's even people who like a guy with a bicycle who walks by, by them, them and kind of stands by them and i'm like that guy like like i, I don't know there everything just felt yeah very voyeuristic yes like, I'm, i would see that I totally would. it makes you i was just about to say it makes you feel like um you are in a cafe and looking out the window, yes, and you see this couple have a lovers' quarrel and then make up at the end of it, and it's it's so well done, and it's it's again like an inspiring scene as a filmmaker, it's inspiring. Um, so I love it, I love it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, anything else from that? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I really this, liked it too. That's yeah, pretty much where I'm at. Other than gushing more. Um, no, okay, and then now we're back in the bathroom. I hadn't noticed how much they used this bathroom set yeah, in this first yeah. season because I don't think they used it that much later on, or maybe no, I'm, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah, it's the bathroom, the hallway, and um, the library. Library. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah, that I like. Uh, when we talk about the differences, like I like kind of the equivalents and like what's the equivalent in a Texas high school. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's funny. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, because it's more familiar iconography to us, I think. Oh yeah, and for so, sure. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so anyway, um, this is an interesting scene because, again, when we walk in, Bill is in the middle of one of her, uh, I need to share everything about my life. Her tornadoes. It's actually somebody walking into her tornado. It is, yeah. Her walking, um, into, adds a tornado into things, but and, yeah. And this time, the entire girl squad is there. Um, Sana is putting on lipstick on, um, uh, Chris, which I thought was really cute. Uh-huh. Again, it's just like the two of them, they're, they and have just, this background friendship yes, yeah. that just makes me so happy. Yes. Um, and, um, basically, and the chemistry between all of these actors is so good, and it's just one of those things where I'm like, whose choice was that to be doing the lipstick? Was it something yeah, they directed? Was it something the actors came up on their own? They, but they, but when they're together, they just feel like they, these are, yes, these this are is, friends this is what would be happening. who have been friends, and this is what they would be doing. But I, I agree what you're saying, like, um... Cause, Cause, you know, even when you're writing, you're like, how much detail am I am I supposed to go into about exactly. what all of these people are, are doing? doing? Or do I just say like into your bathroom, bathroom for like, girls at the mirror or whatever? Yeah. 
Um, uh, yeah, so so I, so I wonder. I, I do know that they're very, the actors are always, they love Julie and they're very, um, not defensive, but they always want to like, put like, Give her the credit kind Yes, of thing. give her the credit yeah. kind of thing where they're like, people would be like, did you guys add lib a lot? And they'd be like, no, no, it's all Julie. So I think she is very much, the very details are part of. Well, that she wrote and directed and basically made the, <laughs> the whole, whole show. It seems, <laughs> yes. I, I imagine she also shot and edited it. Like, I can't <laughs> say for sure. It feels like she did. Um, so so I wouldn't be surprised if it is down to those details yeah. in the pages. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I remember last year when it was the the television award uh, that they have in Norway, whatever. Uh, the all, all of the boys' squad, I can't, was it last year or two? Yeah, it was last year. That all of the boys' squad uh, went... Uh, definitely Evan and Isaac, whatever. Uh, they were they were basically were like, oh, we're here in representation of Scam and Julie because Julie's busy writing. She was writing season four. Uh-huh. But I'm like, that's like, this is her commitment to her show and her life. Like, this is a night that should be her night. It's like, right, right, right. they're giving like a bunch of awards to her show. <laughs> and she's like, no, I gotta, I gotta be home, like, writing. Writing, yeah. Uh, Son of season. So I don't know, I was just like, oh, that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for her. Yeah, gotta respect that. Um, so, uh, this is a complicated scene. A lot happens in it very quickly. Uh, Vilda is talking about William and how she sent him a topless photo, and she's totally clueless. She seems totally clueless to how this seems to everyone else, including the audience, which is very obvious that he's using her, which is also why he's an enormous tool, and why I, I just don't buy his redemption, but okay. And... Sana, it takes Sana pointing it out. But again, it's like every you can see on every every one of the girls' faces that they all they all get I it. agree with her. They yes. all get it. But the way that Sana says it, it's essentially like she says she even calls her like Einstein. Like, yeah, she calls her Einstein. Uh, is basically saying you're being a dumbass. This guy is using, using you and lying to you. And this is the first time that Vilda is like. You're what? so mean. You're so to mean. Me. Yeah. yeah. And, and she and she is. But then Sana is like, look, we're her friends. If we don't tell her, who else will? So like And the, and, the, and I agree with right. the sentiment of that. Yeah. Uh, so I like it's one of those where I'm like, they they both have points. Like yeah. Yeah, Vilda needs to hear this, even though she knows it. Like Yeah, and I don't even know that she would hear it if you said it to her nicer. Yeah. yeah. Like if Eva tried telling her, I feel like Vilda would just brush it off, make an excuse, stay in her sort of um denial bubble or whatever you want to call it and uh it takes sana being mean to jostle her out of it so even though it hurts now yeah, and, in and the s- long run yeah and sana explicitly then says like you know william is going to break her heart yeah uh, so that's one thing that's going on in the scene but then we also have <laughs> sana like, be- everything sana is saying to vilda like beautifully dovetails yes. into eva because basically Sana is saying, this is how uh, I, boys lie, This is and this is how you know. They do it, and they act weird, and then they then you get into a fight, because you get upset, and then they feel guilty, and then they act really, really nice. And they over, they, they, suddenly it's all compliments and yes, kisses and, and whatever. Yes, which just like perfectly mirrors everything we just saw happen. Yeah, and, and again, I know I know you're a fangirl of, of her. Eva's, the camera's on Eva's face for a lot of it, and it's just oh, like, yeah. you can see that that whole that, realization yes. of, of like oh god no yeah like, of, of, of I'm right yes like Juno's so good di- it, dying lying to me yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's not dying yet <laughs> he, he's lying um, uh, and, he's and, and, she, and she even tries to defend him although obviously in this 
instance, she's kind of weirdly defending William. She's like, maybe let's give him a chance, even though 30 seconds later, she was right. not team Which William. Which is such, a, again, a, like a beautifully layered yeah, yeah. moment where yeah. she's saying one thing, but she's thinking about another. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, such a well-written scene and so well-constructed for the episode, too, to bring it all together. And then it's Friday! Friday! Um, Which also happens to be... Halloween! Halloween. <laughs> Halloween is a big holiday in the stand. Apparently, yeah. I didn't know. Because I noticed that this is, I didn't think about it the first time I watched it, but this is actually the first of several, at least of two. Yeah, of, of, um, well, there's only two years. There's only, that's <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, so Halloween is a holiday that we see on, uh, every time, every time yeah. that uh, October comes around. And the people dress up and there's a party and yes. like, it seems like it's an actual like holiday that teens... Okay. Enjoy a lot. Yes, yes. Um, uh, and the, I, probably because there's a lot of drinking, which seems to be mostly what kids in Norway seem to do, or at least in Oslo. Uh, pause for a second to talk about their amazing costumes, yes. just really quickly. Uh, William is American Psycho, which I feel like tells you everything you need to know about him. <laughs> it, it is perfect. It is, it is perfect. perfect. Again, at this point, I think he said like two words. Yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> he just brooded the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he's, he's brooded, brooded very intensely. But yeah, he's left his mark. Um, uh, Nora is the log lady from Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks which, which is, is an awesome reference. It's also her Instagram handle. Yeah, if you feel like following her, she's not gonna post anything new. But and all I've... you and all you youngin kids who who don't listen to our podcast but who watched the show. Uh, should go back and watch Twin Peaks. Yeah, Twin Peaks is pretty great, guys. Uh, Vilda is a cat, which is lovely, and it's sort of delusionality of herself, of what she thinks of herself, but is not. But it also comes back later on, because uh, the cat thing is something that comes into her and Magnus. Uh, it did look familiar. And then getting into... Well, she's, she's not dressed as a cat, but her role-playing as a cat... Is a thing that uh, comes back later. <laughs> let's just I put a pin on that. Let's I just... don't remember that, but I'm looking forward to rediscovering it. Yeah, let's put a pin on that. Sorry, uh, that, sorry, that's where I thought it was cute. Um, Chris is uh, uh, who knows? Oh, Chris, uh, girl, wait, Chris, girl, Chris is a giant bloody tampon, which is just amazing. Yeah. Oh, the t- only thing. Sorry, go ahead. It took me a while to figure it out, and I had to be like, uh, I'm pr- I'm ninety percent sure. I can't. No, no, say 100%, I, I but think you're right. It has to be. It's a giant white tube with blood on the bottom of it, um, and, which is only bested by one other costume, in my opinion, which is <laughs> Sana dressed as Vilda, yeah. which I didn't even pick up on, but you pointed it out. Yeah, she has the wig and she has the pen. She's wearing the penetrator hoodie. <laughs> I did not pick up on that at all. Uh, and she has the ribbon. I noticed yeah, the ribbon. She has the ribbon. Uh, uh, yeah, which I mean, I feel like there has to be a certain level of of trust and, like, yeah. love for a person for you to dress as your friend for, yeah, for because if Halloween. you did it and you didn't love them, you would just be a phenomenal dick. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think she's coming from that place. No, not uh, at all. So, uh, uh, that's how you know she loves you, because she mocks you mercilessly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that was an interesting detail. People. I don't think I caught it the first couple times either. I don't <laughs> know when I was like, oh my god, she's she's Bilda. My life is blessed for knowing it now. And um, then uh, Eva is Black, Black Swan, Swan, which is very appropriate, because she's sort of like split uh and of two minds and in this whole season and this episode and trying to figure out her shit and then ingrid and sarah have like kind of like no effort costumes yeah one, being one comes like a hippie or yeah ingrid's a hippie and sarah's a mini mini mouse right oh is that who william is making out with yeah oh i didn't notice that yeah. i noticed the mouse and the cat 
yeah. thing, yes. kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. because, because, okay, so in the scene, the action in the scene, Eva's story is that she is sulking um, over just her life in general and uh, what she heard Sana say about lying, I suppose. Yeah, so she's still basically thinking my boyfriend is potentially cheating on me. And then exactly then gets a text from him saying how much I love you. You know you're the greatest, coolest, like, and I love you so much. And her face is just like, I want to throw this phone on a fucking wall. (laughs) Yes. uh, And then, so, so, putting a pin in her story for a second, the whole other rest of the scene is Vilda kind of trying to dance with William, but he is not just dancing with Minnie Mouse, who I'm finding out is Sarah, but is uh, actually actively making out with her in front of Vilda. Yeah. Which I just was like, oh, a thousand knives stabbing me into my heart because... I know. It's so so bad. And sad that she doesn't... I mean, she sees it, but anyway, whatever. Uh, so anyway, uh, the text is like the last straw for uh, Eva, yeah, forever, who basically gets up, finds Ingrid, and pulls her aside, and is, does <laughs> follows Isaac's great advice, <laughs> his amazing advice, and says, "Hey, was Jonas with you? Jonas with you last Friday?" And uh, Ingrid sort of flipping places. Let me think. Oh yes, yes, he was, and it's like pretty clear. <laughs> There's, that, yeah, there's so much she, bitterness. Yeah, she, she whether he was with her or not, literally, there he he wasn't with her romantically, but she is spinning it that way, sort of, very obviously. She's not lying. She's just like, and she knows, again. But she knows, yeah, she's pushing buttons purposely. Like, she knows. being mean. But, yeah. I mean, with not undue reasons. Yeah, no, not at all. And they, it, it ends with both of them basically it's, screaming fuck you at each other. Yeah. Very, uh teenage girl high school I appreciated that anyway but Eva is devastated she goes into her into an, our bedroom she, she texts, texts Jonas like I know everything fuck you basically and, and then she sits on the bed essentially to cry by herself yes until penetrator Chris uh, comes stumbles into the room, in. into the room I think he's like supposed to be like on the phone or something but then he sees a pretty girl crying on a bed and he's like what I don't <laughs> what but, but I'm gonna throw this phone my penis calls excuse yeah. me um <laughs> Yes. And he sits down to her, next to her and is kind of like comforting her. I mean, ugh, he's, he's so I wrote, slimy. I wrote, Penetrator Chris is the worst. Hearts, hearts, hearts. <laughs> yes, that is basically <laughs> sums him up. Yeah, like, I love him, you're the worst. <laughs> uh, and yeah, he's just like, sees a pretty girl, is playing her. Yunus is trying to call. Uh, Eva is ignoring, ignoring the it. phone, and he's like, "All right, I'm in. Let's let's talk about this sad yes. girl." They start making out. Bad decisions are being made, and and then Eva, Eva and then, stops herself. Yeah, Eva stops herself. She's the one who whoops away. Yeah, and, and then you find out just how much of a shit penetrator Chris is because then the door opens, and in, and in comes this like cute little like uh, second uh-huh. year. Uh, who turns out is Panther Chris's uh, girlfriend. girlfriend. I'm using quote marks because yeah, and, and I again don't know how to pronounce her name. I think it's Eben. Eben, yeah. So her, she's Eben. I'm only saying it because she comes back later on, so I feel like we should name her. It's, yeah, yeah. She she's a good side character. Even the little bit that she's on screen, you get a lot. Yeah, and she, of her. Yeah, and from she her. seems she seems to be she's really nice. Like Panther Chris comes up with makes up this whole story about well. 
plays bends the truth a little bit. Yeah, he just says like, "Oh, she's having uh, uh, boyfriend boyfriend troubles." troubles. And you sure, Eben, you're very good with boyfriend troubles. Go talk to her. And and Eben is like coming from this place of like, "I'm a year older than you. Yeah. I'm older and wiser, and yeah. I know the ways of the world." I once had a teacher tell me, like a high school teacher, tell me that, that sophomores are the worst student year because when you're a freshman, you're young and fresh and you don't know anything, and I'm so afraid you're afraid of everything. You're afraid of everything. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, juniors a little bit more grounded and seniors don't give a shit anyway but sophomores are in this stage where like they've survived one year so they feel like they know everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they have for the first time they have power over someone who's a freshman so they're just like it's like the worst uh, most arrogant year and that is actually my experience of that year and yeah, and that is exactly how it how even plays out. out. Yeah, because she has this like she on the one hand her advice is very good. Yeah, and she's she saying, is. She's like, saying a lot of great. She's like, don't let a boy stop you. Yeah, and like, like don't take relationships so seriously. seriously. You're young. All true. Uh, but the heavy, heavy irony, like layered on with a freaking spatula. That's a definition of dramatic irony. Is yes, this scene. is that scene? That's so. That's a good point. Because she's saying. I, I also had a terrible time first year. My boyfriend cheated on me a lot. But now I'm with Chris, and I trust him 100%. Everything is great. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That poor, poor girl. Yes. And uh, Eva's handling it with some grace and aplomb. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I could have handled it as well. She does in that <laughs> no. situation. And she, like, know. stays and talks it out. Yeah, and she doesn't, like, betray in her face. Yeah. The, like, what are you talking about? Do you know what he was just doing? Um, it even calls her a sad ball- ballerina. Ball- ballerina. Yeah. Say that. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Even calls her a sad ballerina. And then uh, Even's like, "Come, come, let's have a good time." And she's like, "No, I'm ready to go home." Um, yeah. Yeah. So she. So is it, this is actually she goes out, and then that's when she sees that Vilde Vilde is watching. Uh, oh yeah. William uh, making out making with, out with Minnie Mouse. With, or yeah, with Sarah. Sarah. And uh, it, I thought it was interesting because you can. There's the impulse to go and comfort her friend, but she's like, I got, I can't, I can't, not yeah. right now. And yeah. so she goes, and she uh, leaves. I empathize with that for sure. And, and the, it's the final scene of the episode is her walking home and Eunice is waiting for her on her stoop and they have finally uh, a heart to heart. And he's finally freaking honest with her. Yes. This is about this, what's going on with Yeah. Him. This is a great conversation for him. Like it makes him yeah. look like a real human being. Yeah. Um, and again, it's, it's so heartbreaking because he's, he's just one moment too late. Right. Like, right. he doesn't know. He doesn't know it yet. He doesn't know what has happened. Again, it's one kiss, but uh-huh. everyone, everyone here is going to treat it like it's like the uh-huh. worst betrayal in the history of mankind. <laughs> like, if a married penetrator Chris and had a second family with him. <laughs> like, because it's high school and yeah. that's how that feels. And, uh, yeah, so he's like, all right, you're right. I've been lying, laying down the truth. And he basically says uh, he was with Ingrid the other night, but only because he was actually visiting her brother, who's a dealer, and he started smoking weed. And, I guess arguably in his defense, Eva does a pretty darn strong reaction, which I love. I know, um, I, I call it the weed confession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because he's like, I have to tell you these really big news. Yeah. Like, uh, the truth is, I am now smoking marijuana. <laughs> and, and she calls it that. She's like, what? Marijuana? Um, which on any other show, I feel like, would have been just the cheesiest, most after-school <laughs> special moment, but it well, really works well. Well, because he's, he's like, you're acting like I told you I'm doing heroin, like... And then she, he calls around and says, do you think there's no difference between marijuana and, and she's heroin? like, and she's like, no! No, there is no difference <laughs> at all! <laughs> 
Um, so the scene ends and the episode ends with them sort of like making up, even though she, I think she's wrestling a little bit with the yeah. news of the marijuana thing, and also with the knowledge that she that kissed, she kissed, kissed this other uh, guy, Country Chris, and. On the one, it's actually such a great, like, I just gotta point out, like, structurally, midpoint, um, it's the middle of the season. It's the middle of the season. I, I looked up, I checked the, the episode number again, uh-huh. and I was like, yes, this is, and that's the thing, that, that's one of the fascinating, one of the reasons that I wanted to, like, do this podcast and talk about it with you is because I do, like, I do feel like these seasons are so well-structured. Uh, yeah, they like are. perfectly. Yes, You're like, they all are. right, what episode is it? Okay, shit's gonna go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, and this is the shit's gonna go down episode. Yes, it's the perfect like victory of the season. So the question that's been brewing so far, which is uh, trust Eva and and uh, Eunice's trust, is kind of resolved. They've finally been open with each other. She in the last in the previous scene, he in her mm-hmm, in this scene. scene, and yet, so it's the false victory because they are they are the closest they've ever been, and it seems like the troubles are behind them, but the seed of future conflict has yeah. been planted yeah. and now the season takes a new direction yeah with penetrator chris oh, man oh man p chris p chris um i th- yeah i think that's it yeah we've talked a long we have talked a lot but i don't know we'll <laughs> see uh i did you i can edit that down can't yeah you i'll try i forgot this one little thing that i wanted to mention about uh-huh. scam scam austin which is it seems like the clips have different songs depending on where you're watching it from there's something about royalty. Oh shit! Uh, that depends, and then so sometimes the clips, and then the final video on on Friday that puts all the clips together. So uh-huh. also has different songs. That's fascinating. Uh, so I don't know what the deal is, but there was basically people were freaking out because there was a bunch of people being like, "Oh, I love that they had Troy Troy Savance. I think that's his name. He used to be a YouTuber. He's really big. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> he's a huge uh, performer. Song My My My. And then a lot of people are like, I don't know what you're talking about. It that's not that song. the song that was playing that's there. That's fascinating. And then there's this this whole thing, and it's like apparently depending on where in the United States you're watching and where in the world you're watching it. Oh man. Uh, the the song changes, and then uh, and then sometimes the, the when the song that was playing when you watch the clip from Monday might be different to the one that's going to be playing when the episode is edited together. I do not know how I feel about that. I think I have to process that a little bit. So I yeah I don't I don't know because like on because the one, hand, one of the defining things that we don't talk about uh, because we're not that much music people for the most part. We love I love the songs. I on, love on the, the show, music in the show, but I just don't take that much to point it out because I I just don't think about it. That yeah, often, that, but it's amazing. Yeah, Nine, every single time it's in the show, it's amazing and, and it's perfectly feel, chosen. Yeah, and it feels very uh like we said something that was carefully chosen, specific. It be it speaks to the moment. Yeah. Like it always it works. Uh, so I don't know what that means in the context of the like American version where there's more than one way to yeah so on the one hand it seems like a great possible solution on the royalties and paying money thing because maybe a filmmaker or showrunner can pay less um for a contained region for a single piece of music and then like you know also less for another one for another region on the other hand it feel like it takes away from the unit like the sense of like when you watch a show you part of the experience is watching it with a bunch of different people so even if you're not all physically in the same space so it feels like it takes away some of the unity of that and i can't tell if that's interesting or sad yeah so anyway that's the weird known uh but yeah. uh, i just wanted to point it out because yeah, i thought it was fascinating that is really fascinating all right i have uh, one more thing yeah. about the show in general i noticed in the previews um for episode six it struck me 
this thing that the show does really well. They they play a clip of um, somebody saying to Ava, don't be a cock tease, and then they play a clip of uh, Ingrid saying, you're a slut. And so it's all just about, like, anyway, the previews really, I think, uh, hit on something that I think is such a piece of success of the show, which is the um, the aspect of sex in relationships, and mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, in teenage relationships, and obviously with Vilda's whole thing. I mean, that's, like, this whole plot of the of last couple episodes with her. And one of the things I love about the show mm-hmm. is that it treats the, both the teenagers and the subject with respect. It just sort of is like, yes, teenagers have sex, and they are capable of that. However, it will make things more complicated. Yes. All yeah, relationships. Always. And it's like instantly. Yeah. yeah. Friendships, romance, even parent and child become more complicated when sex comes into the picture. And that doesn't make it a bad thing. Yeah. It's just, it's a different layer. And, and maybe some people won't have the maturity to deal with all the consequences. Totally. Which is, which is why it's important to, to, talk, to talk to your children <laughs> about, about it. it. Yeah. And, and it is a big deal. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. It doesn't have to be, like, sacred. And it doesn't have to be uh, traumatizing. And it just... But it is important. And it is it does make everything more complicated. And I really just love that the show doesn't preach, doesn't talk down to. Um, it just takes it as fact. And it shows you the different... Um, aspects of how it affects them and going back to the idea of this season is about Eva sort of finding her footing and like finding her place in the world um she, she doesn't necessarily complete that journey by the end of the season um in fact she sort of just becomes more aware of it but I think sex and more complicated romantic relationships that being a new place for her because she's yeah 15 or 16 years old or however old she is and it just it's so well done and it's I think really one of the top top reasons why I love the show Cool. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, maybe next time we can talk about how I feel like, uh, Scam Austin so far is not veering away from that, but I feel like it's avoiding the question of sex much more than this show did. I wondered if it would, because... It's not as explicit as, as so far in the first three episodes. I feel like they've sort of, like, I mean, I can't even tell you if, uh, Meg and her boyfriend are having sex. Right. Not that I should be able to to tell you but like it was I could tell you if, yes because very strongly implied because they're in uh, Ava's bedroom yeah uh, with the first one of the first times we see them but in the same in the equivalent scene in the American show yeah. they meet at a lakeside yeah in their cars, and so it is interesting how they're avoiding it and I have had so many so, questions so I'm a little I'm a little that. fascinated by the uh, um Pres- Presbyteriana, what do you call them? <laughs> Presbyterian Preston or whatever. Presbyterian uh, is, is part of a little joke that uh, Josephine makes. I'll just say that. Nice. Uh, where, because Josefina is uh, Catholic, it's implied, because she's uh, of Mexican de- de- descent. Uh-huh. And this guy says he is uh, pro- Protestant, and then they're standing next to Sana. So oh, it, jo- so it's like the triumvirate. So Josefina, ma- Josefina ma- Joe makes a joke about uh, how, like, if they had a threesome, it would be, like, world peace or some, <laughs> some, something like that. And that's just like, they just girl! A, they just need a Jewish, make it a foursome. And oh, then, and then they, Jewish... they, they keep riffing on that eventually. Right, right, right. So just wait for it that scene. I thought it was pretty funny. All right, and guy. let's just end it there, because this is definitely too long, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Until next time, this is Liska and Gabby, and you've just listened to Cries in Norwegian.